Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you this week, Padre? I'm sick. <laughs> like that, huh? Yep. What yep. happened? I don't know. I caught a bug and... and uh, Actually, well, I, I, I suspect that... Um, uh, that uh, I I don't know where I picked that up from. Actually. I have no idea. <laughs> all I know is that I now have sickness. Oh, that's uh, okay. That's all right. This happens from time to time. It's not COVID, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah, but, good, uh, good. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, how are you going? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a manic couple of weeks, but um, mm. yeah, just work's been really intense the last couple of weeks with. Right, client right. load just increasing and increasing and increasing. There doesn't seem to be a cap right, right okay. now, so I've just had to sort Man. of be like, okay, I've got to be a Jill of all trades. No worries. <laughs> Let's figure that a out. Jill of all trades. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just figure that stuff out. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. Well, I hope that gets better. Oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so in this week's episode um, is a rather special episode because it's another one of our patrons' choice episodes. So one of our patrons asked us to dedicate an episode focusing on how we can be friends with people of different faiths, mm. which is such a good. It's like, a great question. Oh yeah, love it. It's a great question. Love it. Yeah. So good, yeah. um, and such an important question to ask. And I think. Um, so we also have to ask ourselves to what degree do the people we surround ourselves with influence the way of our, the way that we choose to live our lives? Um, because we've said on the podcast before, you know, there's that famous quote that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most amount of time with. So you've sort of got to weigh that up between what impact do the, do those five people or the people most closest to us have on us, what impact do they have on mm. us? But at the same time, also the other end of the spectrum, consider that we also don't want to be people who have nothing to do with people who think differently or live a different life to the way that we live. So it's there's yeah. got to be some yeah. sort of a balance there. And even when we look within Christianity itself, like within mm. Christianity itself, we know that there's a spectrum of believers who hold certain traditions as more important than others. So even within mm. even within that, we know that there's a broad range. Absolutely. So I guess there's sort of, um, I don't know, maybe three things that we can consider, three overarching themes that we can consider. Um, yes, yep. And one of them is our values, which we've talked mm. about on the podcast before. Um, and we really have to ask ourselves, what are our values? Where do our values with this other person, our friend, overlap? Where do they not? Yeah. And what impact does that overlapping 
or the struggle to overlap actually have on us and on our friendship as well. Um, you can go back and re-listen to an episode that where we actually dove a bit deeper into what values are um, and we'll link that episode in the description box as well. Hmm. And so just on the question of, of, of values, a bit, bit of an example, if we hold the value of respect for self, right, higher than the value of wealth, then we'll naturally have certain boundaries of what we'd be willing to do to make ends meet. Um, someone who values wealth over respect for self may not have a problem in pushing the boundaries of health and well-being in order to turn a dollar. Uh, you know, so uh, that's that's an example of how um, how our values might be different. You know, like, and that's that, that's a pretty essential value. You know, so so we need to be able to ask where are our values fundamentally different from somebody else? Uh, and I think that there comes into a there sort of comes a similarity here when we're dealing with friends who are of different faiths. Yeah, definitely. Um, so similarly to what you were saying there, Padre, when we have to consider people of different faiths, we also have to ask, well, what aspect of faith is of highest value? Um, so if we have a person who values tradition as what's most important than, say, experience, then that person who values tradition is probably going to have, you know, certain rituals or routines that they're going to stick to regardless of what kind of positive feeling or experience they might gain from that. Whereas a person who values the experience, well, they're not going to be phased by rituals and routine as much and they're going to be looking for um, ways to grow, ways to have other experiences to be able to grow. That's much more important to them and harnessing that emotional or emotive experience. Um, mm. And that could in itself create some sort of clash in the way that we live out our lives, depending on, you know, the friendship that we might have with them. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in relation to that, we also have to then ask ourselves, well, in the name of love, do we value understanding that person or are we simply wanting to change them quick, smart? Like what is our motivation? Are we looking to change someone or are we looking to engage someone? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we can be really quick to tell people that they're doing religion wrong before we've even taken the time to understand why they're doing what they're doing and whether they're even interested and ready to learn more yeah. about why you do things the way you do things and what, what it means for you. Um, yeah. Because sometimes as Christians, we forget that we're not the ones like doing the growing of faith and deepening relationship with God. But that's, that's the yeah. Holy Spirit's job. Like that's not our job. Yeah. Like we're, yeah. we're cooperating. We're not the ones doing the work here. So just, that's right. you know, don't take a complete backseat, but step back a little. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't yeah. Be so the, uh, Growth in holiness is sort of a – it's somebody else's growth in holiness is above our pay grade. Yeah. That belongs to the Holy Spirit. He's Absolutely. the guy who does that. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like gift of totally. faith wasn't given by us. <laughs> We're not the giver right, of the gift right. of faith. Exactly. Exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on, on that matter, you know, respect, it isn't a, a sort of a, a one-way street. We we can't have the the – 
the expectation of being friends with someone without respecting what is essential to them. And that doesn't mean agreeing with them, you know, it, 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 but it does mean treating them with human dignity uh, and accepting them as they are with the hope that God will draw them in to a deeper relationship with him on his time frame, not ours. Yeah. Yeah. Because wherever we might sit and think, you know, the mo actually not even wherever, the moment that we sit and think <laughs> that we've got it and we know what they need is the moment that yep. we've stepped on, you know, yep. pride chair. <laughs> pride <Absolutely. high> chair. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He knows them far yeah. better than we would ever be able to anyway. So exactly. let's just leave that with him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I guess that that's a little bit, a little bit of a, uh, uh, a conversation around that first thing to consider, which is values. Um, and the second thing for us to consider is belief systems. You know, what belief mm. system do we actually hold? Um, how strongly are those belief systems held? How do we move past it? And can we? Like, how do we navigate this with people? So it's at this point where we have to also acknowledge that the way we see someone live out their lives comes from their core values, but is also in the way that they're interconnected and make sense through their belief system. That's like, that's the core values are lived out through their belief system. Right, right. Just by way of example, someone who operates from a place of believing that the body is good and beautiful will be more inclined to care for the body and nurture it and treasure it. So you have that value and that action. Whereas someone who believes that the body is just a temporary shell will have less regard for the body than that of others. So for instance, in the case of Mother Teresa, uh, she believed that the body was an essential part of the human person. And so was really set about trying to, to uh, help those who were, who were poor and destitute, not only in a spiritual manner, but also in a physical manner. Whereas perhaps for other world religions uh, where the physical is not as essential, there's perhaps more of a, less of an emphasis on assisting physically and more of an emphasis on sort of the elimination of suffering through spiritual detachment. Um, uh, just to give you an example of that, that, that value. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and then for us Christians too, like we, we're believers that Jesus is the son of God who, you know, came to set our relationship straight with God and sacrificed himself as one of us, making us adopted brothers and sisters of God. We're believers of a creator and that we're his created beings, which immediately puts us in a place where our lives aren't accidental. They have yeah. meaning and a purpose. So we can acknowledge that we have free will, but there's an all loving God to whom we surrender that control. And, you know, he's the mover and shaker of all, everything that's good. And so when things are tough, we can immediately turn to that creator for, for support and for encouragement and for direction and guidance. Whereas for a non-believer, as in a non-believer in a creator, they've only really got themselves or mm. the ability of another human person to be able to believe in, like, and, and their, yeah. that human person's ability and skills and strength, that, that's as far as they can go. And that in yeah. itself just <clears throat> says so much about how we, like that simple difference says so much about how we view our lives and the way that we operate. Right. Right, right, absolutely. Um, 
at this point where we're talking about our belief, mm. I think it's probably a good point to just address the question of of how do we actually interact with non-Christians and even those who don't believe, mm-hmm. uh, like have no religious mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. at all. And So do we believe that there are good things in non-Christian religions? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we do. Um, we believe that other religions, which are authentic expressions of man's search for God, have what, what we would call the semina verbi, uh, which is Latin for seeds of the word. Uh, th- there are true, good, and beautiful aspects in world religions which reflect the truth the truth of Jesus Christ, albeit imperfectly, mm. but they reflect that. Mm. Um, and, 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 yeah, mm. yeah. We, we do need to be careful, though, of saying, of not saying that every religion is the same, that it's all the same, everyone worships the same God, um, because that's not the case. <laughs> right. Um, so God revealed, like we know that God revealed himself through his son. And so the idea that non-Christian worship and doctrine is just as good as the Christian faith well, it doesn't actually match with the Gospels, especially when we know that Jesus commands us to go and make disciples of all nations. Right, okay. Okay, and, and look, that being said, we also have to respect the religious freedom of our brothers and sisters. Um, one of the important lessons that I learned at the seminary was that the human person has inalienable rights. However, error has none. So error has no rights. If I have a friend who is a non-Christian, I can raise and address certain errors, but I have to do so in a way that's respectful and charitable of him as a person and also our friendship as well. Mm. Uh, so it's it's it can't just be a matter of, of I'm going to now go and make disciples of all nations. You come here, you know, like that. That's 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 not the way Jesus wants us to 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 make disciples. He wants us to make disciples in a way which is uh, genuinely relational. Yes, uh, you know, and 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 so um, if I have a friend who's a non-Christian, yes, when the opportunity comes, I can raise things that I think are are are, are going to be constructive. Uh, discussions that will be very fruitful, um, but I can't force Christ on him uh, because the 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 minute that you do that, you've you've taken away from him the right that God has granted us, uh, which is to freely choose his his love. Yeah. Um, so that's something. And as as for those who who don't believe, I think uh, who have no belief at all. Um, I think it's important to recognize that even there, there's present something religious. They want to connect with the world the way they think it should be. And that, that in the end is, is the, the, the search for God. Mm. Uh, so everyone is searching for God in some way, shape or form. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, now bearing all this in mind, if I have respect and charity for and my non-Christian friend, <clears throat> does that mean that I have to make some kind of compromise? And is that okay? Does the, does, the, does having to make a compromise mean that I can't have a friendship mm. with, a, with a non-Christian person? Mm. What do we think? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, let's let's have a look at is there room for compromise? Mm. And, you know, like in one sense there is. Like in one sense there yeah. is room. But in another, never. <laughs> okay. So if we, you know, like if we look at our faith, we never compromise on our faith. Our Christian faith right. is true because, you know, Jesus is the truth, the way, and life. Like we don't we don't compromise on that ever. 
No. Just no. <laughs> However, we can compromise on some of the ways that we choose to interact with others, especially in the way that we bear witness um, to Christ. So, you know, we wouldn't compromise on keeping the Sabbath holy. We wouldn't do that. But we might include um, or, you know, attend our non-Christian friends' um, event, like if they've got something on on the Sabbath, we might be able to include them in that. Yep. Um, yep. We don't, you know, deny the Gospels, but we can compromise on not, you know, Bible bashing <laughs> and sure. not, or, or not, even, not even to that extreme, like not quoting Scripture all the time or only talking about faith-based topics if that yep. makes it hard for our friends to mm. connect. That kind of stuff, Absolutely. like the way that we actually bear witness, that we can compromise on. Definitely. Definitely. And in, in many ways, I think compromise might even be the, the it might even be a, um, not a wrong word, but it's not even so much a compromise more than it is a, more than it is a compassionate, mm. a compassionate sort of uh, approach. It's, it's. It's the approach that Jesus uses. Mm. You know, it's 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 the approach of sitting down and talking to someone who does not yet know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 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 forming a relationship. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's that's, you know, in in doing that, we don't have to sell out on the faith. Mm. You know, in fact, I think our faith demands that we actually move forward and and. And form those relationships. Yeah. And, and so um, it's it's important for us to 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 recall that that we don't compromise our values and beliefs uh, ever. But uh, uh, when Jesus meets people, he meets them where they're at, mm. and he goes to them at their level to really make them feel heard and understood. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's you know. That's the second thing then, belief systems. Mm. Um, so we've had values, belief systems to consider. And the third thing to consider is what kind of relationship am I in as well? Yeah. Like what, what is this? We, we've said, you know, friends as, as yeah. a topic of conversation, but this really extrapolates mm. to all forms of relationships. Would that be colleagues, acquaintances, friends, romantic, like whatever, whatever relationship it may be. So really asking what relationship I'm actually in. And then, you know, questions like how often, how much time do I actually spend with them? What kind of investment is going in? Like how much time and energy and mm. thought and whatever else is going into that? Um, yep. Because yep. You know, at the end of the day, anyone who says, oh, I don't have to invest in my friends, like they're kidding themselves. <laughs> yeah. They're really yeah. kidding themselves because – a true friendship will take some level of investment. Um, so that it's either a case of denial or it could also be needing to take stock of whether we're perhaps receiving and not giving in that relationship as well. Yep. So, yep. you know, obviously if you're in a romantic relationship with someone who isn't a believer, that will be more challenging than being friends with a person who's a non-believer. Because, and, and look, the stakes are a bit higher as well because the level of intimacy and connection is higher in a romantic relationship you know you we want to share more of our heart with a romantic partner than with a friend and when that partner finds it hard to meet us where you know where we're at in our faith and it happens over and over and over 
we have to kind of realize that like something something's got to give if we want to maintain some level of a relationship here something's got to give somewhere we may need to work in both ways not just one so we don't you know that doesn't mean that we need to then go out and live out the opposite life of our own belief systems and our core values because it matches that significant others but we do have to enter into their world to understand and we do actually need to desire to want to know what their desires are and what their beliefs are and how they see the world. It's like if we can't even have that level of desire for them and for how they see the world, what makes us think they would want to know how we see, mm. like how we live out our lives and how we see the world? The other complication here is that when you're dealing with romantic partners, you're also dealing implicitly with marriage. Mm. And therefore, with children as well, mm. and um, and and if you've got someone who who doesn't see your religious experience, or if 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 values are simply not matchable, if values are simply not matchable, then we have a problem. We have a problem, you know. If 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 looking from you know, getting to know where the other person's at. I think this is this is actually the important one of the important parts of it is not standing outside of that as just an objective observer and going, no, no, this is uh, this person is different, uh, and therefore I'm 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 opposed to this person. No, 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 no. Look, getting to know them, getting to know who they are, why they hold what they hold, all of that is important in a friendship or a romantic situation, but. If we're following a natural progression of a relationship and we're going from friendship to romance, then you're going to have to ask the very serious question, what I know of this person as my friend, are we going to be able to raise a family together or is there going to be a battle of values? Because if the answer is battle of values, don't wander into a romantic mm. relationship with that person. Mm. You know, it's it's... It's not going to. It's not going to end well, you know. Um, yeah, uh, it's going to end so well. The only way that 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 kind of a relationship can move forward is for one or both to compromise on their core values. Right. Right. Exactly. Which is exactly, exactly. what we said not to do. Yeah. Precisely. Like that's that's integral to who we are. So then, who precisely. are we in that marriage? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Spot on. Spot on. So yeah. So the stakes uh, are definitely. So yeah. Much Stake, higher. Stakes are higher. Stakes are Much higher. Much higher. Uh, but uh, but I think that the the wonderful message that we can take away from today is it is possible to yes. have friends who aren't of the same faith. Yes. You know, it's possible to do that and to converse and yep. to enjoy one another's company yep. and to to even learn something uh, new and rich about uh, about the the uh, about human experience mm. that we haven't that we haven't thought of before. Mm. It's, 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 it's such a wonderful reality. Yeah. 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 And also to note that we're not condemning like any, any marriages that have like multiple faiths involved here. Like, Oh no, we're not even no, no, like, no, 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 we're not no, going no. anywhere near that product of one right here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not even, not even remotely going anywhere near that. We can have same core values or very similar core values even though we're parts of different belief systems. Yeah. That's entirely yeah. possible. 
So that's that's Absolutely. not what we're saying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spot on, spot on. But yeah, so there All you right. go. There's some thoughts on being friends with people of different faiths and how we can, how we might be able to balance that and how we might be able to mm-hmm. just yep. look at things a little bit differently perhaps. Okay. So let us know what you think, especially to those um, Patreon supporters of ours who wanted us to tackle this one. Did we did we get to where you wanted? Did we or did we miss the mark? Tell us if you would like us to explore more some questions. more. Yeah. Love hearing from you. And if you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, please jump over to um, the show notes and click on the links or the link in the description box and sign up to any of the tiers that you are able to financially support because that financial aid keeps us continuing to produce an episode a week. Too right. Yeah. So before we leave for today, a truth, beauty and goodness. Well, for me, it's a a book that uh, I read ages ago, Our Saviour and His Love for Us by Gary Goodlagrange. And um, Gary Goodlagrange is a a priest sort of, uh, he was actually, he was the the doctoral supervisor for John Paul II. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I, while I think that some of his um, some of his theology has become a little bit um, dated, there'd be certain people who'd stone me for saying that. So, <laughs> but but I, I I do think that some of his theology has become quite dated. But nonetheless, um, his his spiritual theology, the way that he talks about Christ, the love that he talks about Christ with, is just. It's so palpable and so deeply felt, and he just he really communicates the love of Jesus well, mm. you know. And and uh, and that's the, if you're looking for something that does that, that book is really really good, and it communicates that that truth and beauty of Christ's love um, in a uniquely beautiful way. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! It sounds really good. Yeah. How about yourself? Mm, for me, it is recently I went and spoke at a health forum um, as a social worker. I was invited to come and run a session for, I believe it was year 10 students mm-hmm. who were considering their career prospects moving into the future. And yeah, the health forum invited me to come and run a session. So that was, yeah, it was really interesting. It, I'm not used to running sessions for social work i'm not used to running sessions for virtue ministry so it was like oh this is a very different um very different space but it was yeah it was really beautiful to see the students really delve in to the content of what we were covering and we did a bit of a case study and just watching their eyes sort of open up to the reality of just how heavy the work really is and how wounded our world really is like there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt out there and and then just making it realistic for them that, you know, there's plenty of professions out, out there right now that are claiming to have the superhero cape and, you know, trying to solve the world problems. And it was just like, hey, just just a reminder that, yep, you know what, in a sense, social workers, we have a cape too, but our focus isn't on our cape. Like our focus is on reminding our clients that they've got their own and finding their strengths. And, mm. um, you know, mm. that's, that's where our focus is at. But also that's we're not here to solve the world's problems. We're just here to make the world a little bit better one day at a time like that's it <laughs> don't don't set the bar too unrealistic because otherwise it's too heavy and you won't make it yeah. in this space so yeah. um but the funniest thing was when <laughs> when i went to when i went to close off and i went to conclude 
my um, presentation to them. I almost went into – so this is at a university setting, right? <laughs> I almost went into – so know that I'm going to be praying for you all and like take care and get in touch with us. And like it's just yeah, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not here as part of virtue ministry. Not here as VM. Not here as VM. Whoops. <laughs> almost, Whoops. almost went there. <laughs> so it was just, it was sweet. Like as they were walking out, I was just sort of interiorly going, well, I can still pray for them. Just, I just Absolutely. won't know that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Oh, bless. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Living Fullness. We will catch you again next week. But as always, until then, know of our love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode, there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone Perhaps it will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. That will also help others to find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.